Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without having to worry about losing them. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. It's not really my name, yo. Anyway, I'd like to thank all of our Patreon patrons who help keep us afloat. We have some new names this week and some names I've been mispronouncing that I'm going to correct today. So here we go. A big thank you to Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Sunday L., Kelsey, Nicole B., Shannon E., Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Maggie M., Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F., James and Allie J., Jody D., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Gingini, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K., Kim K., Jessica A., Swiffle Ev Owners, Amanda F., Ariana L., Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M., William B., Zero, Aldrich T., The Scorpionita, Britt M., Iron Swine, Noquel R., Teresa H., Biker Teach, Marsha M., Christina B., Miss Alabama, Kristen B., Jason F., Amber H., Abby B., Sarah B., Regina N., Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, JBB, Red Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Spurs Panties, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, and Sarah N. Thank you guys, all the patrons, so much. I love all of you. You are amazing. Also, if you get a chance, hit up our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. That's right. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. They have the best resources for educational theater teachers, everything from pre-K all the way through high school. They are the only source for classroom posters that are theater specific. Think about that for a second. The only place to get educational specific theater classroom posters? Well, you should go there. Lud Lamb Dramatics, they're amazing. All right, friends, um, I'm going to talk about everything in the podcast today because there's some things I just don't feel like talking about. You can probably guess what they are, but I do address it briefly in there. But I hope everyone's just taking care of yourselves, really. Hug your loved ones, hug your kids, hug your students, and um, make sure you vote. Stay aware, but take your time. Anyway, friends, I hope you enjoy this. This is episode 138. Woohoo! Oh, one last thing. If you have something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, hit us up through the contact page of our website, Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, and send us a message. We'll get it, and we might read it on the air. Anyway, love you guys. Cheers! Episode 138! <laughs> This makes me so happy. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. And today, (laughs) Uh, today I'm very happy. Uh, Today I am joined by Wayne Kerr. Hey, everybody. And also today I have one of my favorite people in the world, Count Chocolate. We are counting days and counting chocolate blessings. What's up, y'all? I'm glad you're here. And also joining us today, Ms. Sparkles! Okay. Hey, y'all! And last but not least, our favorite friend, Ms. Buddy O'Hare! Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, I'm so glad to hear from all of you. So, guys, I'm so glad you guys are here. Thank you for, thank you for bearing with me. At the end of this school year, my God, I finished school last Tuesday, and I have just stopped. Like I spent two or three days intensely cleaning my house and just kind of doing a little bit to get it nice. And then Space Panties came to visit. So I've been hanging out with her for the last few days and it's been awesome. 
And I am just blissed out at the beginning of the summer. School and work is so far from my mind. It will have to come back. And there will be a time where I think about it. But right now, this time is about me. It's about being happy and relaxing and getting shit done, like cleaning my house and like trying to climb and conquer Laundry Mountain. Where it's been washed, it's just dried and sitting in baskets. And I need to, you know, fold and sort. Yeah. Adulting. But I have time to do it. So I don't give a fuck. It's beautiful. How are you guys doing, Bunny? How was the beginning of your summer? How was life with the Fufu? The immediate start to it did not get off to an amazing start. Little, little Fufu had a bug the last couple of days, you know, just kind of running a low fever and not feeling real good, but she feels much better today. The Grand Rabbits are in town for a visit, and we are, um, I think tomorrow morning when my alarm doesn't go off, it's going to feel more like summer. That's beautiful. I'm so glad you're getting that. I hope it feels like summer. Miss Sparkles? You have kind of adventure stuff. Tell us about it. How are you feeling right now? What's going on? Well, I feel great. (laughs) Um, Wednesday, no, Tuesday of last week was our last day with students. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday were teacher work days, but I had already like cleared out my classroom and taken all my shit home and cleared the room out because they're actually doing construction on my old classroom. So I sat around for two days and colored Um, until they let me go home and Friday I took a long nap and it's great. And then on the 13th, I start my new, um, instructional technology position and I'm really excited. That is great. That is so awesome. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Count, what about you? What have you been doing? Are you done? Are you finished yet? Have you crossed the line? (laughs) That's funny. Um, so students wrapped up the, uh, the school year this past Friday, um, but we don't have graduation for another week. And as a counselor, I still have nine more days. So the day that Miss Sparkle starts her new position is supposed to be my first day of summer. I'm going to see if I can extend that by taking that day off and then starting the weekend before. But yeah, I've had uh, my chocolates in laws, I guess is what you would call them, and some other. Uh, of the uh, chocolate fam have been in town um, at various times over the last week, week and a half. So it's good. The chocolate drops are done. The Countess is done. And this is the part where we just hope to get kids across the stage, although we finally know how many are going to make it and how many aren't. So um, the most stressful part is done, and now I'm just counting down the days. That's so awesome. I'm so happy for you. And Wayne, what's going on with you? Well, I have been spending the past weekend just enjoying friends and family, and we got to go on an outing today. It was a little bit hot in the sun, but well worth all the fun and memories and everything else. So I am enjoying myself. All right, friends. Well, this last week was another school shooting, and it was tragic and horrible and preventable. And there was a great loss of life. And I don't want to talk about it. Um, it's been talked to death. I've had to, you know, what is it called? Moderate the Facebook and Instagram for teaching to drink. And so we've posted about it. And people are just, there are some crazy ass people out there. And some people are just really angry. And I'm just tired of that shit. So I'm unplugging. However, there have been multiple school shootings in the past, even in the past two years. So if you want to hear our views on that, go listen to the other episodes. But I'm not going to talk about it again because I'm just so fucking sick of it. Anyway, moving on. 
This is from Fox 26 Houston. More than 800 Houston ISD teachers say they won't be returning to the classroom next year. Houston Teachers United tweeted that 1 in 12 teachers in Houston ISD have given notice that they won't be returning next year. Jackie Anderson, president of the Houston Federation of Teachers, said that number will likely be much higher. I talk to teachers every day who have not informed HISD that they are not returning. It means they will have another year of doubling up classes, and they'll have another year without a certified qualified teacher in the classroom. However, while Anderson says the number of teachers leaving is concerning, the district says it's not as bad as it sounds, and they got it handled. On Friday, Houston ISD sent the following statement. Houston ISD is working every day to keep as many of our teachers as possible and to recruit amazing new teachers to join us. And the data we have today is encouraging. More than 93% of Houston ISD teachers purported that they plan to continue teaching with HISD in the fall. In fact, more than 8,000 teachers joined an incentive program which they committed to teach in HISD for at least three years. Meanwhile, the new number of applicants is up 40%. Hmm. That sounds suspect. Anderson, head of the teacher association, said teachers are going to be coming in the front door, but our veteran teachers are going to be leaving out the back door. We asked the reason that more than 800 teachers are calling it quits. And they said a lot of teachers don't feel respected. They're given more and more work to do every day, but the pay is not going up, said Anderson. Uh, They need to put some respects in their checks, and that's what we've been saying. They need to do a competitive compensation package if they want to retain teachers. So it's not even about fixing the problems in the school now. It's about, you know what, it's just not even worth the money to do it at this point. Guys, I know you have thoughts and feelings about all of this. So who wants to go first? Me. Go for it. Jump in, Sparkles. Okay, so this is the district I will now be working for. Um, And they actually, I think last week, announced a new compensation package. So they've increased first-year teacher pay to $61,900 a year. Um, That's for a teacher with no experience. If I was getting hired to teach, I would be making $70,000 a year. So they've increased salaries, and I think what they said is for veteran teachers, they've increased the pay scale by 11%, and they're increasing the veteran teachers, like who are already in there, everybody's going to get like an 8% increase, which is better than $0. It's still not enough, but they are trying to address the salary issue. But I do know there's still a huge shortage in this district. And I think it's the largest district in the state. Like I think HISD has the most students of any district in the state of Texas. And so when you are down teachers, it is critical here because there's just so many bodies. I have a lot of thoughts because to be honest, I'm, I'm contemplating looking outside of education as well. Like, It's frustrating as a veteran teacher to see so many districts and my district is doing it too offering, you know, signing bonuses to new teachers and upping new teacher pay, but not doing jack shit to raise pay for the veteran teachers. So yeah, of course you're going to have new teachers coming in, but when I'm, you know, looking at the pay scale and there's not any difference between a brand new first year and someone going into year 15 or whatever, then that's, yeah, you're going to start losing your veterans. The thing is, for a while, the job, we knew it didn't pay well, but that was okay because the work was passion or we had passion in it. And, the you know, at least it paid enough to cover. 
But now I've heard of teachers on Reddit saying that with gas prices like outside of the state of Texas being sometimes six fifty and seven dollars a gallon, they can't afford to commute into work. It's literally not worth the pay when it breaks down for some of the teachers. I'm like, holy shit. Like I'd rather not deal with the stress and be losing money on gas. That's just crazy. Count, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I, I feel like just hearing it, I remember seeing first year or new teacher salaries being bumped up. Um, I think my district is for a first year teacher from the difference between this year and next year's pay is going to be like $2,800 on a bonus. Um, classroom teachers get like an additional 4%. Paras get extra, which is my gosh, that's always been needed. We just we just never pay paras what they deserve, and then also all other faculty members will get like three percent. So I say that and I hear it, and I was like, you know, when you do the math and break it down, it kind of you know it could break down to a couple thousand dollars, and then you're like, okay, if you divide that by twelve months, which you're getting paid, I guess when you look at it, it could be an extra like two hundred dollars a month. And like you said, with rising gas prices, and if you just think about the the cost of food and what everything has raised in the past couple of years, you're like, okay, so you gave me enough to have me, you know, continue whatever lifestyle I'm used to, which for most educators is not nothing glamorous. But I, I just don't know if they're doing enough to keep a whole staff there. Like you said, that's in HISD, which is the largest district in terms of number of students, but my goodness, there's a lot of teachers out there over the past few years who have said, hey, I think I've had my fill. Um, as much as of a passion I have for this profession, it is demanding too much of me. And for my own sanity, I have to bow out and find something else. Well, you know that they've also changed our insurance and it's going to be priced by region now. So like, some places the insurance is going to go down and some places it's going to go up. So I suspect uh, Houston is one of the places it will go up. And there goes your, there goes whatever 3%, 2%, whatever bullshit raise a lot of places are giving is like your insurance premium goes up. Gas is in- insane. Food is expensive. Rent is crazy. If you are, a millennial like me, then fuck ever owning a home if you're a teacher, unless you marry rich. Like, I can't wait for Mr. Sparkles to get his CPA so that we can, like, buy a house. <laughs> what are your take? What's your take on all this? My take is, like, how much longer do I have to retire? Um, and can I even make it that far? No, like, one of the things that, like, and I think Count touched on this, is it's not just the passion, it's also the lack of reward or lack of recognition. Because there used to be a time where, I mean, hell, they were singing our praises during the whole fucking online session shit. And now it's like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't need to take care of you anymore. And plus, you picked this job, so you knew what you were getting into when you got into it. But the lack of respect, the lack of recognition, and the continuous adding of responsibilities. Pay us more money! (laughs) Uh, this comes to us from the Reddits from user treehugger503. 14 days till summer. 
Confession. I shamelessly lied to my students and I am not sorry about it. I teach middle school and we have to administer the iReady math diagnostic three times per year. Unlike the awesome Google Forms that has a lockdown feature, it's nearly impossible to keep students on task during the diagnostic, and they are frequently switching tabs to play games or to sneak a calculator when they aren't supposed to have one on the diagnostic. I so badly wish my school had the GoGuardian software or something else to help monitor their 36 Chromebooks, but alas, we don't. So here's where the lying came in. I told them that iReady rolled out an update and I get a notification anytime they switch tabs away from iReady or open a new tab. I also can see in the notification where they went. If they go to cool math games, I'll know. If they go to a calculator, I'll know. And they believed it. When they asked me if they got a notification when they switched screens, yep, I did. Now please stay focused so I stop getting spammed with notifications I have to check. 15 minutes into class, I've started getting a lot of tab change notifications and it looks like I'll need to reset someone's iReady diagnostic for trying to use a calculator when they're not supposed to. In period X, I had two students who tried to go to a calculator 19 times. Don't be them. I even made a fake competition about whichever class had the fewest tab change notifications would earn candy the next day. They each wanted to know their class's score at the end of the period, so I made them up. They were informed guesses based off of what I saw that period and their general ability to stay on task that has been demonstrated this year. The numbers were fake, but I did follow through and give the period that was the most on task candy. They fully believe I can see it all, and I am not sorry about it. Applause. Heck Loud yeah, applause. well done. I, I applaud this person. Same. I, I, I am all about lying to kids about technology and what it can and can't do. I will tell kids there's a camera in the hallway because all they have to do is believe. Power of imagination. What do you guys think? Count, surely you've told some tall tales. <laughs> oh, my goodness, I have. Um, I, I can remember even when we had like these fluorescent lights in the classroom and there's one bulb that had like this, well, it was slightly different. The, the lighting was a little bit different than the other ones. And it had this red light, um, right where the switch was to kind of turn it on that, um, and I was like, and, and at some point I told kids like, yeah, you know, there's a camera right there. That's what that light is there for. Like, are you serious? I don't even see it. I was like, well, yeah, that's the purpose. It's supposed to blend in. And same thing with technology. My like, guys, we can see what you're doing. Like when they run these diagnostic chest checks for Chromebooks, we get a report back on what sites are being used most on campus, uh, what we need to block. We get usernames, and it's tied to your ID. I was like, you know, that I, that school ID does all of that. And I literally would tell kids almost anything, and they just be like, oh, well, guess I should stop doing that. And they do. I like but that you made the clarification. It looks at what websites you're looking at when you're at school. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> if they knew it was at home, those boys would freak out. Oh, yeah. Because I tell them, like, guys, whenever you're on school's Wi-Fi, like, you, like just diagnostics, just reports are being sent constantly. Daily reports are coming in, coming in, coming in. I was like, that's how we caught the kids. You know, then you start bringing up old cases. That's how we caught those kids three years ago. And of course, some kid always chimes, look, I heard about that. Like, no, you didn't, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, kids, you, some, I mean, because it, it is hard to keep a group of 36 kids on task in a diagnostic test you give three times a year. Like, yeah, they're tired of that. 
And so if it helps, it ain't going to hurt anything. So by all means, let it happen. Lie away, bro. Lie away. I love it. I, I think that's brilliant. Bunny, I, you've had to have told some tall tales. I, I, I know there's things you've told kids. Yes, yes, sir, I have. Um, <laughs> I, am, I am in favor of this, especially because, you know what, we are so close to the end of the school year. How, how long did it say until the end of the year? Like, at this point, you are doing what you have to do to survive, my dudes. Like, if that means that you tell a little white lie in the interest of keeping students on task and off of whatever, like, nonsense, stupid, cool math games crap that they're trying to you, you know what you do what you have to do and go with god my friend <laughs> yes i love it sparkles i gotta hear some of your lies tell me tell me tell me jesus i i don't i can't even think of any honestly maybe i don't lie that much that's no. a lie in itself <laughs> um i really cannot think of anything like that I lied about that has stuck out in my mind. Like truly I'm so boring. Um, but I am. a Yeah. Sorry y'all. I'm not cool, but I am a 100% supporter of a little white lie in the classroom. Um, they, they make your day easier and sometimes, yeah, it's what you need to get the kids to just fucking do what you need them to do. Like, Jesus, just whatever it takes, man. Especially like, like, like Bunny said, like, especially this time of year, whatever it takes to get to the last day of school, just get there. Okay. It's- now sparkles, I, I have to challenge that for a second. Are you going to sit here and tell us that you have never told a kid something was going to be for a grade and then put it in the vertical file? Get her no, because Get her. because I grade no because I've always graded based on participation so I always tell them everything is graded even if it's graded in your weekly participation grade so everything gets graded okay uh, now sometimes I'm grading for completion meaning yes I look at it and go did you finish it great I'm gonna throw it away now you but until completion well th- <laughs> but they have to still do it to get a good grade for their participation grade. All right, whatever you say. I'm like, I'm really trying to think of something and I really cannot think of something. That might be because I am tired. <laughs> uh, and probably in like four hours, I'm going to text the group chat and be like, fuck, I remember this time I totally lied and I forgot. <laughs> so y'all keep an eye on the group chat. Can I tell you some random story real quick? Of course, about I learned. When a teacher lied to me. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you guys remember from uh, in 99 going into 2000 um, when there was the whole big Y2K, like crisis, not crisis, but the whole Y2K scene. Yeah. So um, one of the teachers uh, was retiring halfway through the year, and we didn't know it. And so we came in like that day of exams, and this is a teacher I've been teaching for like 35 years, and their room was completely bare. They took everything out of their classroom, and we were about to take our final. And I was like, "Yo, like, what's happening?" Because it all happened overnight. And and he like looked at, looked at us with like a straight up stone cold killer's face. It was like, "Y two K, the world is gonna end. Like, we won't be back here <laughs> before we like before we took our final." And he was like, "There's no way, like." 
that anything is going to survive. Like it's going to be absolute chaos and pandemonium. And you got another thing coming. If you think I'm, if you think I'm still going to be working. And, and so we were like, like, what do you mean? He was like, I am going to just bunker down in a shelter, like in this silo that's like 15 miles like away. And he was like, and we're just going to be down there from like December 27th until for like the next three or four weeks, then we'll come back up and we'll see if like he had us going for like the longest. And so I was, I remember sitting here taking this final, like, nervous like shit the world is gonna end i thought they said it might not fuck up everything just some bank accounts like i might get some extra money and when we came back like the first day back from break he still wasn't there and i was like oh my gosh this dude really left and then the next day he came back and he put everything back up in his classroom he's like oh, i just went on vacation for a while I'll just fuck up with you guys <laughs> and i was like wow are you serious like i thought he literally was like end of the world is coming i quit but like he did retire been put all this stuff back up there because the next teacher that was coming in was going to be a first year teacher who had done student teaching. And he was like, yeah, I brought all the books back and everything. I was like, how long did that take? He was like, I showed up at four this morning and took like five carloads up. And I was like, oh my gosh, all for like a prank and scared the hell out of like, there were people like in tears during that final and everything. <laughs> Cause like he just had us going and he was super smart. So you had to believe him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But okay, that's all. <clears throat> that was a good lie. That's a brilliant lie. I love it. I think anything like that, I think it's good for the kids. I do. Builds <laughs> <laughs> character and it gives them something to talk about 22 years later. <laughs> exactly. Hey guys, guess what? 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 We have a Patreon. A Patreon. We do, and it's yeah, so awesome. Baby. That's right. We have a Patreon for as little as five to ten dollars. You can support us here at Teachings Drink Podcast, and when you do that, you get access to almost like ninety-five or ninety-six separate audio special things that are from us and the episodes and all kinds of things that you can only get on the Patreon. And so I recommend you do it. We also have watch parties. We watched. Uh, Days to Confuse last Friday, and it was well. We tried to watch it; it was good. Anyway, uh, join the Patreon. Oh yeah, we have a great Facebook community uh, for all the patrons. It's amazing. Do it now! Woohoo! Yeah! This is ridiculous. All right, here's our Would You Rather for today. Would you rather drink a bag of blood from the blood bank, or? Show up to a good friend's wedding wearing only a purple thong. Don't all rush at once. How good of a friend? Oh, wow. Right, How good of a this. friend is this? <laughs> yep. Who's jumping on the grenade first? I mean, if it's one of my good friends, then I'm probably showing up in the purple thong just because... <laughs> I, I'm with I'm with you, Wayne. I'm purple thonging it. Yep. <laughs> wait, wait. Did it say only a purple thong, or did it just say in a purple thong? Because hell, I've done that. <laughs> I think it was only no loopholes. Only a purple thong and bunny okay. with the Aww. colorful underwear. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you think I ended up with Fufu? <laughs> oh yeah! Secret to a man's so heart is funny. a purple thong. The thong, dong, dong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sparkles, what are you doing? Are you gonna drink some blood from the blood bank or wear a purple thong? 
I don't, I don't even get a bra. Like only a purple thong. I mean, but like my shoulders, like the brune, like the. But like I, ha- I have to wear a bra. I have to. I can't. That's just not. That's not a thing. If I'm outside of my home, I have to wear a bra. Ah, aha. Yes, I will wear Australian thongs. So only sandals, nothing else? Sure. I would rather just be naked, <laughs> honestly. Just a thong? Really? Yes, because first of all, you get all that it, in your, it's in your butt. Like, what? No. Well, hygiene's a thing. I'm just saying. No, but you still don't want, like, the thong in your butt. Like, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. So. Yeah, I'm with Count. No loopholes here. It's not a loophole. I'm just going to wear thongs. So but they're going to be flip-flops. So you would rather wear be butt naked, only wearing purple flip-flops, than drink yeah. a bag of blood from a blood bank? Yeah. What if, Hey, <laughs> what if <laughs> their wedding is at a nudie beach? Oh, hey, I now we're all that. naked. I thought about that, but still... So count. What's your choice? Oh man, I'm, I'm the whole world about to see these cheeks in this thong. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna try to knock out three, four hundred squats before I show up. But I'm gonna be proud. Six, you know, the world is gonna get an eye full of all this chocolate, and that's and 100 thong. Let's do it. You can keep the, the bag of blood for for Blade or anyone else, but I'm good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Bunny, did we get your answer? You said you went with purple thong, right? I was still looking for the loopholes. <laughs> um, you, you can't find a loophole while I, wearing a thong. I, you know, that's, yeah, I guess thong in it. Oh, yeah. All right. I think we have spoken. There'll be a, we'll all join in matching teachers needs to drink purple thongs. It'll be beautiful. All right, friends, friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I thank my hosts who are with me today, Mr. Wanker. Oh, I'm thinking of thongs now. (laughs) And also big thank you to Miss Sparkles. Bye, y'all. And also Mr. Count Chocolate. The chocolate one is leaving the building <laughs> and leaving the school soon. And last but not least, my favorite Miss Bunny O'Hare. It was a pleasure as always. All right, my friends. Thank you for joining us today. I want everyone to take care of yourselves. Do whatever you need to to get out for the next week or two. Oh, what was I saying? Do whatever you need to to survive the next week or two till school gets out. And if you're on summer, man, take that vacation. You deserve it. You need it. Anyway, everyone out there, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woo-hoo! Cheers. Woo-hoo! Cheers. 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 All right, friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank my special hosts who are with me today, Mr. Count Chocolate, Mr. Wayne Kerr, Ms. Sparkles, and Ms. Bunny O'Hare. I'd also like to thank our sponsors at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you're an educational theater teacher and you want some educational theater classroom posters or anything really to help your classroom, go to LudLambDramatics.com. They help out teachers so much, especially theater teachers. So go in there, 
spread the word, help out a small company. All right, friends, it's summer now. I know things really are stressful with all of the ever-increasing news about school shootings and gun control and pretty much making us teachers not feel very worthwhile at all. Just remember, you are worthwhile. You are worth... You have worth. You're amazing. And if your job isn't showing you that, go to another school district. You don't have to quit teaching, but there are so many places hiring right now. Go find something that works for you. All right, friends. Mental health, loved ones, drink, relax, sleep. Cheers. I love you and hope you enjoyed episode 138. Peace out. Oh. Run me my That's money. That's right, bitch. I agree with Run me my money. Bitch better have my money. Bum, bum. <laughs>